Big Mac, Chicken McNuggets. No, Big Mac and Quarter Pounder with cheese. Or filet fish You'd be doing the same thing if you were at McDonald's because you can choose not just one, but two of your favorites for just six bucks. Tasty Big Mac, crispy 10-piece Chicken McNuggets, juicy Quarter Pounder with cheese, or savory filet fish Enjoy two of your all-time favorites for just six bucks, if you can decide on the two. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price. What is up, everybody? This is Scott Yeager here for another edition of Challenge Mania, our first episode in our second year of this podcast. We just had our one-year anniversary. Thank you all for getting us to that point. Thank you to all our great sponsors, including for this episode where we are brought to you once again by Poshmark. Poshmark is hooking Challenge Maniacs up with $5 off their first purchase. Just download the Poshmark app and use the invite code CHALLENGEMANIA. You didn't come for me. Well, some of you claim that you do now, but I know that you're just trying to be nice. You came for D. On the line right now, he's George Michael. I'm Limp Biscuit. Either way, you got to have faith. Mr. Derek Kaczynski, what's up, dude? You, you got to have faith, but do you know that at some point in my young uh, going to rock shows life, we actually in Chicago booed Limp Biscuit off of the stage and he left the stage? Dude, I was at a, a concert. It was called the Summer. It was called the Summer Sanitarium concert. It was a sick lineup. It was Metallica, Lincoln Park, Limp Biscuit, Deftones, and Mudvayne. And it was like right after Limp Biscuit had jumped the shark. You know, it was after like the hot dog flavored water album or whatever. And Limp Biscuit got booed, not off the stage, but to the point where Fred Durst was like, you know, pushing back at the crowd and cursing at them and saying, oh, well, F you then. And it was awkward. I mean, this yeah. is like giant stadium filled with Metallica fans and Limp Biscuit, who are they went from being the coolest thing in music to the least cool in like six months flat, which is I mean, that's what happens when you reach a certain level of success and people use the term selling out and whatnot. And they reached like apex level TRL level success. Corn managed to relatively, you know, remain unscathed and not lose all their street cred. But Fred Durst and Limp Bizkit went from being the biggest band in the world to getting booed off stage mighty quickly. What show were you at? You weren't at a Limp Bizkit concert where they got booed off stage. Was no. it like a festival or something? Yeah, it was like a festival. Maybe Corn, maybe Corn, maybe System of a Down was the the headliner. And to be honest with you, I don't know if we boot I don't know if they actually got off the stage, but I know it was like booing nonstop because of how horrible it sounded. I don't even know if I knew why we were booing at the time, but later on I did hear, maybe it was the time when Eminem wrote the song, uh, girls. Uh, I don't know if you've heard that song, but he's talking about Limp Biscuit and just like ripping his ass. I don't know if you guys have ever heard that. If you guys are Eminem fans right now, and if you guys haven't heard the word, the, the song girls, um, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, He's just ripping the shit out of Limp Biscuit, and he uses some of those. He uses some of the, like uh, the lyrics to his song to like just just demolish him, demolish him because he dissed him. They were supposed to do a track together or something like that, and Limp Biscuit, I guess, just like um, you know, left him hanging or something like that. You know, well, sometimes how we feel when people leave us hanging, you're like, 
do I rip him? Do I not? He's really pissing me off. But that's what goes on in my head. Um, anyway, well, you know, I know. Let me just real quick, quick tidbit about Fred Durst. Actually, I interviewed Fred about like three years ago. Now he's actually a film director. He directed the movie, the long shot starring ice cube that is directed by Fred Durst. He directed the education of Charlie Banks with uh, Jesse Eisenberg. He's a film director and he still, they still do Limp Bizkit shows every now and then, but, um, and he's a huge wrestling fan, by the way. So that's something we have in common with Fred as well. It's funny. It's like when I interviewed him, we talked about like how crazy it was being on top of not just the rock world, but on, on top of pop culture in general with that red Yankee hat and TRL and Carson Daly and all those folks and whatnot. And, you know, now obviously he's not faded into obscurity, but kind of settled in in a behind the camera role. One that's, you know, probably comes with a little less flack than he was getting when he was uh, out there causing trouble every weekend. But, uh, but yeah, interesting tidbit there. Fred Durst now filmmaker behind the camera. And a much more humble dude than he was in his uh, in his mid to late twenties. Yeah, I don't even I don't even understand what happened there, but I but he definitely pissed off a lot of people. Um, but but for the viewers listening at home right now, I need them to that faith that that song wasn't that bad. You gotta have faith. You no, gotta, it, it wasn't was, too bad. It's to me, it's one of the best rock covers of all time because the the George Michael song is great. But the Limp Biscuit version is sick. Go ahead and put it on right now. Pause the podcast. Go on iTunes, Apple Music. First, download the Challenge Mania theme by Knock It Out Music. Do that first. But after that, down, download, listen to, whatever you want to call it. Well, I guess it would be nice. That get Faith by Limp Biscuit right now. It is a dope song to this day. And I remember the music video was so brilliant. It was just cut together concert footage from back when they were cool. And like back in the day, there was nothing cooler than seeing like behind the scenes concert footage and everybody, they would just go around with whatever the version of a GoPro was back then and just get all this cool fisheye lens footage or whatever. And that's what the, the, um, the video was just people hanging out and goofing off backstage by tour buses. And that video was like number one on TRL for like a year and a half. So that song is still good. Another good rock cover. People might sleep on this because the band never really, you know, took it to great heights, but the alien ant farm cover of smooth criminal by Michael Jackson is another one of my favorite rock covers of all time. Download that song now too. smooth criminal oh, alien ant farm. Bow. And then, and then, and then after you get download those two, make sure you get the Eminem disc of Limp Biscuit that's called Girls, and then also get the song by Eminem called Criminal. Both very, very creative, great songs. Yes, and Criminal opens up with forty seconds of him like whispering with like an organ in the background. So if you don't want to sit through that, fast forward to like second number forty-one or something, because um, he's a criminal. All right. Enough of that. Let's get to our guest. And the reason I mentioned Faith in general is because our guest on the show today is Miss Faith Stowers, who got her start on Vanderpump Rules. We get into that. Then segued into X on the Beach. We talk about that somewhat. And she was one of the the better performing rookies here on our season of the Final Reckoning. Now, I say that, you know, not the rookies did not do too well this season, except Paulie obviously making the final. But Angela and Faith, for a while there, before they eventually got taken down by uh, Kaylee and Cam and, the, and then losing that elimination there. They, they were holding their own in daily challenges. They were no slouches. And uh, Faith, who has a, a military background, a, a CrossFit background, proved that she is not just someone coming over from other reality shows to be taken lightly. So excited to finally have her on the show. 
making waves on part one of the reunion last week, getting it into it with Car Maria or Rufio, as she called her, from Hook, uh, which I found humorous. So Faith is on the show. Uh, we hope it, it lives up to uh, the hype for any of you Vanderpump Rules fans who are looking forward to hearing from her. Just a, a little bit of a disclaimer it's the holiday season, folks. It's the weekend. We caught Faith while she was at the shopping mall. Um, so there's a bit of background noise. You know, not the best technical settings for this one, but bear with us. I, I, I hope recording this before I am going to start cleaning it up, but hopefully I did did some work there. I know last time we had Marie on and she decided to record it outside in her backyard or whatever, I got all the emails asking if there were crickets in the background, and yes, there were. Um, you might hear some kids in the background, maybe some holiday music and whatnot. Uh, you're not hearing things either. You're not going crazy. That is going down. Faith was at the mall. Yeah. Um, yeah. We uh, we want to thank everyone who was a part of our one-year anniversary episode. Uh, it was really fun. No guest on that episode, but that's fine because we're just going to keep the guests coming for you. Ten Faith, guests. Ten we, guests. No guests from the challenge world. We What we had yeah. was we were populated by our, our faithful patrons, and uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed that podcast and it gave you a taste of what being a patron of Challenge Mania is like. Um if you would like to become a patron, it's patreon.com slash challenge mania. If you go there right now and sign up, you'll get all of our bonus podcasts we've ever done, including our part one reunion review and including our part two reunion review, which will be up in a few days. Once season 33 gets going, we don't even know what to call it yet. We're just going to call it season 33, whatever the next season is. We will be doing weekly recaps over there at patreon.com slash challenge mania. We're going to have uh, a fun addition to those recaps that we'll be announcing in the next few weeks, or at least some of them um maybe not every week but um they are gonna have a little bit more than they had on the final reckoning more on that later but we have some new patrons to announce since the last time we recorded kaylee Dante Buchanan, Aaron Young, Jenna Lynn, Joe Williams, Owen James, Wendy Hasser, George Karras, Megan Hayden, Alyssa Garza. Thank you guys so much for becoming patrons of Challenge Mania. We really appreciate it. And um, again, thank you to the to the 10 guests we have. I'm not going to name all of you. The 10 guests we had on our one-year anniversary episode, three-plus hours, our longest podcast ever. It was so fitting to have gotten to one year and to celebrate it by interviewing the people who got us there, which of course is you guys. And, you know, speaking of the Patreons of the fun that uh, we're doing for the holiday season, or I shouldn't even say we're doing, this is actually the idea of one of our patrons, Brian, is uh, he's setting up a secret Santa, uh, a Challenge Mania merch-based secret Santa. I think there's an app uh, that they got going on over there. Don't worry. I think there's a price maximum for the gifts, but um, patrons and anybody who wants to become a patron, you can, you can head over there. And I think the way it works is you sign up for this app, you put in the notes what your size is and who your favorite challenger is maybe, or what, what stuff you're you know kind of into over the shop and you get matched up with someone uh, that they get you a gift someone different you buy them a gift etc it's all good fun it's like secret santa but it's challenge mania secret santa so all our merch is on the table uh, very fun idea so head over to patreon.com slash challenge mania for info on that um and uh, Brian is the one who's who's running it. So hopefully by the time you hear this, all that info is over there. Uh, we want to get to our guest, Faith. As you know, uh, challengemania.shop, as I mentioned, is where you can get all that great merch. Our sales finally ended, but we kept them up for a week and a half. So if you didn't get the $10 off the heavyweight tees, if you didn't get the $10 off the French Terry sweatshirts, that's on you. Back to regular price now for the holiday season, but still the great gift to get your challenge fan in your life. Um, one quick little news item that I want to drop. Before we get to Faith, uh, the first Challenge Mania Live of the new year 
will be taking place on Saturday, January 26th, and it will be right here in New York City. Trust me, folks, I know anybody in Chicago, in Austin, in Denver, in Vegas, all these other places that we're looking forward to seeing us are probably like, huh, New York again? Trust me, we're coming to you guys as well. We're going to have more shows in 2019 than we had in 2018, probably by two or threefold. So we will get to you guys, but... January 26th, back at our home here in New York City. Caroline's on Broadway. It'll be a 1 o'clock meet and greet, 3 o'clock live show. Tickets will be on sale soon at challengemania.live. And we have a fantastic guest list for this show. I'm talking maybe five, six, depending on what kind of finals you count. Six, maybe five, at least challenge championships between this guest list we have. Um, it's going to be fun. And it'll be Saturday, January 26th at Caroline's on Broadway, challengemania.live for tickets. More info on that as it comes in. Should be on sale very soon. Uh, let's get to our guest. Let's Vanderpump it up. What do you think? Vanderpump rules, baby. Or Doyle rules. On the line right now, folks, is a rookie from the most recent season of the challenge, The Final Reckoning. You may have also seen her on X on the Beach Season 1 here in the U.S. And some of you guys who are crossover fans for the Vanderpump Rules, who have been nice enough to email me and download me on that whole show, might recognize her from that as well. Miss Faith Stowers, how are you, girl? What's up, everybody? Thanks for having me. Finally, yeah. you guys asked me to do this. I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah. Why? Have you heard about our show before? Well, you know, I would see like pop-ups and stuff of like some of my friends that I follow um, on Twitter that's saying they're doing the Challenge Mania podcast. And I'm like, oh, I want to try that. I've never done that before. So yeah. it was nice to get a call from you guys to do this because I wanted to talk to your fans. I'm a big fan of the movie Hook with Robin Williams and Julia <laughs> Roberts directed by Steven Spielberg. And when you dropped that Rufio reference on the reunion, I was like, Derek, holler at your girl. We need to get her on ASAP. That was hilarious. Yeah, I never know what's going to come out of my mouth half the time. <laughs> Rufio, by the um, way, the actor who played Rufio, this is a little MTV tie-in. I hadn't seen him since Hook, and then he showed up on my MTV screen in high school. Or whenever, whenever that show Undressed was on, there was this show Undressed that they would air from like 10 p.m. to 3 in the morning every day for like two years, and he was on that show Undressed, whatever his name is. Oh I don't know what his God. real name is, but Rufio or whatever. So a little Rufio. MTV tie-in. Yeah. Rufio. Yes, I love it. I love Rufio. He's such a good character. There. But you know, the hair, it was something about their red hair and the whole like pirate thing. I was like, oh yeah, she's for sure Rufio today. Yeah, I haven't gotten to talk oh, to her sh- about that, but I bet you she appreciated that deep down. Um, she does. She appreciates everything I do for her deep down. Oh, wow. Wow. So you guys have like a good relationship? You know, it's, it's one sided, I think, because I don't not like her. And plus, I'm friends with Polly. So, like, Polly has reached out a few times and would say, like, I wish you and Kara would make up. I love you both and all this. But it's like, I don't even think it's anything to make up. I just think that I had things to say. She had things to say. Um, it's not like a situation where we have to be friends. I have wonderful, great, amazing friends. So it's not even like that. I just think it's like we kind of just said what we said and we're just letting it go. But I don't hate her. 
at all. It's not like an ongoing beef or anything like that. Let me ask you, how did you become friends with Pauly? Was it through just your experience on the final reckoning? Did you guys kind of like run around the same reality circuits oh, before no. that? No. Yeah. Yeah. We did X on the beach season one together. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where I first met him. And we just, we just really clicked. I actually was attracted to him in the beginning of the show. Like me and him had like a little moment where we had a really good conversation. And then, um, Lexi, his ex showed up and I could tell that they were really, they were really serious. They were like really in love with each other. Um, hold on one second. Um, yeah. So yeah, me and Polly, we met an ex on the beach and it was a lot of fun. He was such a good guy. And it's just one of those people that you meet and you, stay friends with forever. Can I be He's honest? such a good friend. I forgot that he was on that show with you because <laughs> as far as Paulie goes, like we all know he can go to like 11 and he did on Big Brother. He did on The Final Reckoning. On X on the Beach, ironically, he kind of faded into the background there and I don't know if it was because he had that relationship with Danielle that was kind of existing simultaneously that he was just downplaying or whatever it was, but I, I completely forgot that he was on that show with you guys. Yeah, you know, I feel like Polly just got such a bad rap from Big Brother that this was his chance to show people um, a better side of him. And he also was trying to make up with his ex Lexi. So I feel like he was remaining calm. Um, he didn't really get in any arguments. He, you know, I know on Big Brother that he had two situations with women that weren't the greatest, you know, didn't show him in the best light. So I think that he was just trying to remain really chill. Whereas I went crazy on X on the Beach. so Yeah, you went crazy on X on the Beach, and then he went crazy on Final Reckoning and turned Final Reckoning into X on the Beach. See, I knew, I knew he had it in him. I don't, yeah. <laughs> everybody that I hang out with is crazy like that. Yeah. For those, for those of you guys hearing background music, Faith is at the mall right now. Uh, oh, God. For, for reasons that we, I'm just letting everybody know because what happens is when people <laughs> record from, you know, a remote location, Marie, don't, no, trust me, Marie did an entire podcast with us that she did like outside smoking cigarettes or something. And, and I didn't even pick it up when we recorded it, but you could, when I listened to it after the fact, you could hear crickets in the background the entire <laughs> episode. And I swear to God, I got probably 500 emails about like, am I going insane? Is there a cricket in my car? What's going on? So just before you guys think that there are kids running around the trunk of your car or something like that, which sounds terrible, she's at the shopping mall. It's a Saturday. There's a bunch of people doing their holiday shopping. That's what you might hear in the background, just so you guys know. Thanks, guys. Sorry. It's all right. You're you're not the only one. I think Cam uh, took us on a car ride through the drive-thru. Yeah. Um, we guessed what we were guessing, which, uh, drive-thru she was actually going through. Um, I think, uh, Kendall actually had us like, uh, ghost hunting. Um, we were asking like what those spooky noises were. Um, so you're not the first. Perfect. I was, I was getting a little sad about that. Yeah. Certainly just kidding. Not. Just kidding about, just kidding about the ghosts and the spooky noises, but yeah, people have, um, been in, in, in different places. This is, this is not that bad. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's it, so she, you, you called her a rookie, um, Scott, and, and she's not really a rookie to like reality TV. She may be a rookie to the, to the challenge, to the, to the challenge universe. But then, uh, that, that one time when, she, when, uh, Cara called herself a veteran, you know, <laughs> and Faith was like, uh, 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 uh. And she had the biggest clap back. I thought, because I mean, I think veterans day was only a couple weeks ago, Scott. <laughs> Uh, you well, that, that 
That is just you, you, I want you to speak to that faith because I know a lot of our listeners do know, and I want to get more details on your time you spelt, spent in military services and whatnot. And that is definitely the truest form of the word veteran. But here on this Thank in this you. crazy little world of reality yeah. TV and challenged them, we do use the word a little bit out of context to describe the OGs who have been on the show for more than four or five seasons, or maybe even nine, ten seasons. So I do yeah. get right, that right. when you're in the military and you're an actual veteran, you know, hearing someone like car maria saying i'm a veteran because i you know swing from the ropes and win races you know i know it's probably a little bit hey you know but yeah, but take yeah. it in the spirit in which we intend it we don't mean to disrespect the vet the don't actual get veterans. Shook. no you're not you don't get shook <laughs> yeah stupid don't get no, shook, um, Scott. <laughs> no i get what you're saying um i don't mind i don't mind um the word veteran being used for for um a group of elite people who go on the challenge and do all these crazy, really, really, really cool feats. I mean, I get it. You know, it's, it's not an easy process. Um, however, I don't want to be called a rookie because I feel like what I went through was in um, CrossFit. You know what I mean? I feel like, you know, Damn. a lot of the people on the show do CrossFit and they go in a gym and, you know, they train for all these crazy things to challenge those at them. But you know, I was preparing for a situation where I would have had to risk my life for these people who I don't even know. So I just didn't respect the fact that I would be called a rookie in that situation, regardless of who I'm sleeping with, regardless of what I'm doing with my private life. Um, I still made that decision to serve my country. Um, I may not have had to shoot and kill anybody, but I definitely served my country in a situation where I could have been sent out to do something like that. And I wouldn't have had a choice but to do it. So I was just letting her know, like, you know, you can... You can feel a type of way about something, but just don't just respect me at the end of the day. Like, don't call me a rookie. That's, that's what I'm not. <laughs> I did seven years. I did seven complete years in the army. Holy I'm definitely shit. not a rookie. Yeah, that's a, that's shit. amazing. And and everyone, we got a lot of people who said, you know, thank her for your service. And obviously, you yeah. know, from both of us as well. I'd love to use that as a segue to get your kind of origin story. You know, how you mm-hmm. how you got started in the military. What inspired that? How you then, I guess, transitioned into the first in- intro into reality TV that you made. And what your quote unquote casting story was, and then how you went from that into now the MTV side of it, and now this competition side of it, which correct me if I'm wrong, didn't play too much of a part in the first few types of reality ventures you had. But now, knowing your background in the military with CrossFit, etc., this seems like maybe where you belong the whole time on a show like The Challenge, where you could really strut your stuff. So, why don't you take us okay. back and tell us the faith story? Start at the beginning. Okay. Um, so, my parents, my dad and my mom. Um, we're both military. Um, they both were the same rank. They both retired at um, Fulbright Colonels. Um, so they've been in for a long time. I mean, my dad, when he passed away, they made a whole, like, monument and classroom for him at Fort Leavenworth, Kansas. So he was, like, a, a big part of the military. So I took it very seriously. Um, what got me interested in actually joining was when I got to live in Europe. Because I got to live in Europe from middle school in um, Belgium. So I did a lot of traveling, um, a lot of moving around, and it's just something I really appreciated and was really like my my entire life was surrounded by the military. So I ended up deciding in 2010 that I was going to join the Army, and that's what I did. I joined the Army and met some really cool people. Um, I could throw a grenade. I got to shoot an AT-4 anti-tank weapon, which is the epitome of like a rocket launcher. Um, I got to play with like weapons and like M240 Bravos and stuff. It was like an experience that most girls don't really care about, but I'm like a tomboy. So I like that type of stuff. <laughs> um, 
So I joined that, and then I was already involved in, like, wanting to do something like that because I went D1 for track and field in college, and then I went D3 for basketball. So I was already, like, wanting to be an athlete, wanting to do something athletic. Um, so when the challenge gave me a call uh, about joining, um, I was shocked because I'm like, dude, they've only seen me on Vanderpump rules. I'm like, <laughs> like, why would they want me to do the challenge? Um, <laughs> but <laughs> I'm like, what in the world's happening? But I definitely was excited about the call and I, I wanted them to, people, to, I wanted everyone to know that this is where I belong. And I think I proved that. Um, Angela did too. I thought that Angela honestly was going to go in and just bomb it. We hated each other when we first got to the airport. We didn't like each other. So I thought that she was just going to pull me down like this chick from Bad Girls Club. She like wakes up earlier than everyone in the morning and like does her makeup so she's hotter than everybody. I'm like, oh, we're going to lose. <laughs> but um, she did really good. She proved herself. Um, I did well every challenge. Um, I just really messed up at the elimination round. But um, yeah, you know, that's how I ended up on the challenge. Were you, you mentioned that, you know, when they called you and asked you if you wanted to be on the challenge, you were surprised how, for, for those who don't know, how does something like that happen? Is it, is it an email? Is it a text? Is it through a friend? I mean, did you have, I mean, you mentioned, you know, you knew Paulie from X on the beach, like when you did that show, did the challenge, you know, kind of come in tandem with that. So let us behind the curtain a little bit. Someone who was on a show that wasn't even on MTV, you know, this is before we kind of know that, Hey, they're branching out to these other networks and stuff. Who, right. and you don't have to get too specific and name somebody, but like, you know, how did you get the first word that, hey, you're going to be doing a network transition and now going on this flagship show that has nothing to do with the show where you made your name, Vanderpump Rules? Honestly, you know what I think what did it was X on the Beach because I did X on the Beach and, you know, Viacom and MTV, they're, they're the best network I've been able to work with, to be honest. They treated me really well. Um, I got to know the producers. Um, and, you know, I'm just... In my opinion, I'm a reality TV goldmine. I don't hold back. I give them exactly what I want to give them, and it happens to be what they want. So I feel like every time I get a call from something from MTV now, I always hear from the casting producer or the casting director that, we love you, we love you, we want you to do this. And I think it's a personality thing. At this point, during X on the Beach, there's no way of anyone to know that I was athletic. I didn't know anyone on the challenge at all. Um, I wasn't like one of those people like the MTV people do. Sometimes they like hook up with people just to get on a show or like they start fights to get on a show. I wasn't DMing anybody. Like I wasn't like that. <laughs> so I didn't know anybody. Um, you weren't sending pics? I wasn't sending Sorry, pics. Scott. Sorry, I, I couldn't even, help myself. I don't know why I heard that. Sorry, I heard it somewhere. I don't even like pics. I hate them. They're I'm so sorry. disgusting. I'm sorry. It's I'm such sorry. a tease. <laughs> you hear that, Nelson? Oh. Anyway, keep going. <laughs> God. God, I hope no one's kids with me. You might need to bleep that. You might you might need to bleep that. I'll bleep hey, it. I'll bleep I hate it. That, I hate that there's some sometimes like like moms are like bringing their kids to school. Yeah, well then <laughs> stop cursing if you don't like that. Oh. Uh, what were you saying, Faith? We lost you there for a second. Um, I was pretty much saying that um I didn't know anybody on the challenge, so it was interesting to get a call about doing it, especially because they knew that me and Angela were not friends. So they knew about that. What, um, what, uh, what is your like history with the challenge? We had a bunch of people write in. They wanted to know, were you a fan of the show? Had you seen it? Did you do any research on any of the cast when you knew you were going to be on? 
Um, I watched the challenge a long time ago um, when um, I feel like my favorite season is when I watched with CT when he pretty much dragged bananas <laughs> in one of the challenge eliminations. Um, so I knew about a lot of the characters on the show. I guess I should say the people on the challenge. Um, but oh, we call I just them Disney characters the- here. So that, that, that word character <laughs> is right on the money. <laughs> but I just don't know. Like, I never watched a full season to know, like, the history of the drama between certain people. So when I came on the challenge, I didn't know of the, you know, the drama that people would talk about between certain people because I didn't know. Who did you recognize and who had you never seen in your life? Um, I recognized CT. I recognized Bananas. I recognized Kara. I recognized Marie. Um, I recognized, shit, what's her name? What's her name? The short one with the brunette hair from from California. Veronica? Uh, Veronica. I recognize her. Um, Shane. And I think that's it. Oh, Cam. Cam. I recognize Cam, too. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. Yeah. Um, I always watched clips and stuff. I thought the challenge was a really good show, so... Yeah, so uh, so w- with the military background and, like, the elimination round that you were in and the challenge in itself, like, do you think that the military stuff helped you? Do you think that if you go- get on another challenge, like, you'll do, like, you know, really well? Like, do you think that you can compete with, like, the Ashleys and the Caras because oh, yeah. of this military background? And then what happened to your hand um, in the elimination? The, mil- the military definitely prepared me for the challenge. Um it it put me in a situation where I could deal with high levels of stress with people I don't know and always to watch people's intentions. However, <laughs> I felt like I was a little gullible to um, the people in uh, my room. And that's what I would change next time if I did the challenge. I feel like I would be more ruthless because um, this game is a game where you have to be ruthless. And um, I feel like I was being a little too human for this uh, um for that show because um, when Cam told us like that we were not going to vote anyone in our rooms in me and Angela believed her um, and then on top of that me and Angela like we made a couple of people in that house jealous and we didn't realize that's what we were doing it wasn't intentionally so if like if Nelson came to talk to me Kaylee got jealous if Bananas talked to Angela Kaylee got jealous Kyle talked to me Car got jealous it was like so uh, we're breaking up, breaking up again, breaking up Switched again. Up on you because of the emotion. Can you hear me? Uh, broke up again. Can you give us that? Can you give us that tree, that tree of ruthlessness again, that tree of je- jealousy one more time? The, yes. Because we um, lost. Yep. The tree of jealousy, everybody. Here it comes. <laughs> the tree of jealousy. So I feel like in the in the house, people's opinions of other people change because of the emotions. We didn't. I we didn't know. Me and Angela didn't know that we'd be ruffling feathers. So the feathers that we ruffle was Willie, Kaylee, and Kara because if Kyle spoke to me, Kaylee got jealous. If Nelson spoke to me, Kaylee got jealous. If Banana spoke to Angela, she got jealous. And if Nelson spoke to Angela, she got jealous. So that was Cam's partner. So I feel like emotions got in the way and now all of a sudden we're up for elimination. And I get that we're rookies, so we're going to be up for elimination anyway. And honestly, me and Angela got away with a lot of the eliminations more than we thought we would. We thought we were going to be one of the first ones to go in. But luckily, I made friends with Amanda in the beginning of the challenge. So when Amanda and Zach first won the first graveyard challenge, they didn't put us in. Uh huh. And I think Zach wanted to. 
Mm-hmm. So that really helped us out. Um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I think if I get on the challenge again, I'm definitely going further for sure. I know I'm going further because I've learned so much from it and I actually know these people now. No one can get anything over me. I'm not going to care about nobody's emotions. A lot of money on the line. Um, I've learned so much with that backfiring on me last time. I mean, to see Kim and Kaylee do this master plan of orchestra, like a Broadway show to get <laughs> me and Angela voted in, that we must have been pretty damn important. Because, like, it would have been easier to go against me and Angela later on. That's how I feel. But I feel like everybody's so scared to call out the people on the show that have been on there forever, the veterans, as y'all say, because they're, like, worried it's going to bite them in the ass later. And I feel like I'm so confident now that I don't care who you are, what you've done in the past. Half of the people on the show now are not who they used to be. They're a lot older. I'm calling out anybody. I don't care anymore. So I think putting me back on the challenge next go around um, will definitely be a better outcome. A lot of people thought that they misused that. I mean, as you mentioned, the Broadway show, the acting, the supporting actress nominee for Sylvia, all this good stuff. And then they throw you guys in, which seemed like something they could have easily orchestrated. They could have done anyway. Right. So so were you flattered at all that they were? Yeah, right? Like, oh, wow, you guys really just put like three days of acting school into getting us into elimination. Honestly, I didn't know whether to be offended or proud. I was like, wow, (laughs) Sylvia's really in here crying. Like, and Sylvia had me in the bedroom talking about, you know, it's going to be okay. Kim's your friend. She loves you. I'm over here trying to make sure they're friends. Not knowing the whole time I'm being played. Like, (laughs) so it was, it was really cool to see something like that go down. That's why everybody was shocked when I was so chill at the, at the elimination. I mean, I definitely showed my ass, literally. I mooned everybody. But at the same time, I was chill because it was like, wow, this is what we deserve. <laughs> we deserve a Broadway show to get us an elimination. <laughs> um, let's talk about you and you and Angela after the fact. Uh, Rejoice on Twitter, and Re is spelled R-I-H, so I think this is a Rihanna fan, says, how close are you and Angela now that the season is over and done with? That's my sis. I kick it with her. I love her. Um, I have her back through anything. She's definitely showed me a whole new side to her at the challenge, and we really needed each other. So it was nice to open up and talk about our differences and not let men get in the way. Um, I don't know. Angela's one of those people that I want to be friends with forever. Like, if I get married, she'd be in my wedding. So, wow. Yeah, Talk For about sure, a vendetta, yeah. folks. Um, what, <laughs> what's, up with all these ven- what's up with all these vendettas becoming friends after the fact? I don't, I don't understand, Scott. Yeah, Is it because well, they're a teammate? <laughs> so, so, Faith, let me ask you this because, I mean, you guys, you know, didn't, I don't even know if you made it far enough to hear this announcement, but, you know, this, this season came down to taking the money from your, you know, your partner potentially. Were you and Angela so close during the filming of this season that if you guys had won the show, you would have no questions asked, split this money with each other? Uh, toward the end, yeah. In the beginning, I would have definitely taken the money from her. <laughs> um, yeah, I hated her ass. Like, um, but at the end, like after we had our talk and, you know, me and Angela wouldn't even go upstairs for breakfast without each other. Like we were inseparable. Um so I t- at the end, if I, we would have won, I would have split it where she deserved it. She worked her ass off. Anybody I feel like that, that put in their work to make sure we won deserves half. I don't care if we don't like each other like that. But if you're putting in the work to make sure we win, I think you deserve half. 
So do you think that Ashley's decision was justified by the words that Hunter was using, or did he deserve the the 50, the the half? Um, Ashley, in her situation, she kept a million dollars, but I feel like her and Hunter have history together. Um, I think that she should have split it with him. I've been mad at man, you know, men in my life before that I felt like done me wrong over, you know, that we wouldn't get along, but I would never in my life destroy a man's future that worked so hard because he called me what a hoe not many times they called a hoe <laughs> like i wouldn't i wouldn't use that against a person who i know truly cares about me and i think ashley really knows hunter cares about cares about her well-being like hunter even said at the reunion he forgave her quickly would you have split the money with kyle if kyle was your partner Fuck no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck no. I would never split the money with Kyle. Wow, <laughs> that was said, good. How, however he says it. That was really good. Oh, I'm going to use that as a segue here because Zoe wrote in on behalf of what she says the entire challenge fan base. What is it about Kyle? Help a girl understand because all I see <laughs> when I look at him is trash. Now, I think that might be a little harsh, Zoe, but I do want to ask that question because Kyle has come in to this that. show with... I I would, I would describe it as sort of reckless abandon here. He's got, you know, a top-notch social game, but every step along the way, it seems like you guys are all just happy to kind of hook up with him and then move on and let him move on. And Kara's the only one who's really gotten what I would call attached here. And you guys have all, for the most part, seen this play out time and time again and seem relatively unscathed by it. So what is it about Kyle that just, you know, is so attractive to you guys and then <laughs> allows him to, to do all this and not necessarily get his name dragged down in the mud that you might expect <laughs> if someone was doing this in real life? Right. Yeah. You know, Kyle, he's 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 a cool guy. He's he's a nice person, um, and I would split the money with him just because he's cool. You know how Kyle gets over? I feel like a lot of times because he's actually really funny. He's hilarious. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like the whole the whole time me and Angela was in the house, our entertainment came between came between Kyle and um, Bananas just talking to each other. If you just sat there and watched them argue, it's the funniest thing in the world. Like I, I personally think they should have their own show. It's the funniest thing in the world. So. Um, He's just, you know, that's just kind of guy he is. Like, if me and Angela walk down the stairs, Bananas would pretend he was having a heart attack, and so would Kyle. Like, they're cute. They're just fun to be around. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, oh, my God. Oh, it's so funny. Can you hear me? Oh, no. A lot of, to- a lot of times, the comic relief usually is able to make it to the end, or does it makes it pretty far, because just because sometimes it's so crazy in that house, you just need something to laugh at. You know, and so you keep people around because they're fucking funny and your your entertainment while you're in there. Yeah, yeah. He he definitely um he definitely well I don't know because he did ruffle a lot of feathers, but he definitely came back to apologize and like he wasn't just a dick. Like he he wouldn't be a dick to you and then just like leave you to the wayside. He'll come talk to you about it. He'll apologize for it. I can't say that for everybody. I know he was apologetic with me because um, he knows that it hurt my feelings some of the things that he said, but. Um. Yeah, with me, Kyle's cool. Like I would have, I actually would have spent a million dollars with him. Um, I thought that he was gonna make it to the end, so I'm actually really shocked that he didn't, especially with a partner like Brad. Yeah. Are um, you still there? Oh, I got, I got one more question. Sorry. While we're on the topic, Scott, can you, can you, can you talk a little bit about the secret cameras in the Boom Boom Room? Wait, is that, a, <laughs> is that a thing? Is that a thing? And like when you what? saw it, like were you in shock? 
I'm sorry. What? I'm mixing like three or four shows. I know I am. I don't know. And the, I'm like, which one? Because I feel like the cameras are everywhere. Like, the, ca- the, 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 ca- the the secret cameras and the in the the secret cameras and the chamber of secrets that they put on the challenge um, that they showed you while you were in the redemption house. Does all that make sense now? Um, the X on the beach. We the they had cameras in there too. So we honestly, you know if you know what fucked us up is that we didn't know that they could see in the dark. Yeah, we didn't. We didn't know that was a thing. Like my agent was pretty good, and my contract was pretty much saying like, "Don't, don't film Faith naked. Like, don't ever film any part of her naked." But I didn't realize that there were cameras in closets with us changing. It's like, why are the clo- why are the cameras in closets? And like, then there'd be cameras in the bedroom, so you don't know that they're filming at night or not. You're thinking they're going to sleep like everybody else is going to sleep. Yeah, but no, that, just- we had to understand that was my first time doing a show like that. Vanderpump Rules. We went. We got to go to the fuck home. We got our phones. Uh-huh. It was a docu series. So can you can you rephrase what I'm trying to say here, Scott? Do you know what I'm trying to say? She, I'm trying. You, you want to know about that specific moment where she watched the hidden camera footage of oh, Ka, of Kyle yeah. and, yes, and Ashley? Yes. I was trying to make light of it. I was trying to joke about it. I guess it didn't work. I totally did mix five shows, um, five shows all together because that's what they ended up using on the challenge, and it's never been done before. Like these, here are these some secret cameras. We're gonna show you the footage in the Redemption House just to piss you off, and you know you were. <laughs> You were the one. You were the one that they were trying to I know. Off. They were trying you know? so hard. To it's get never happened cause... before. Yeah. <laughs> you took it pretty well. I'm not going to lie. Uh, that's part of what I was saying before about Kyle getting away with this stuff. I mean, you yeah. wa- you watched it. And what did you say? You had a great line about Kyle. Well, I forget. What, oh, you, yeah. <laughs> what was the analogy or something? I said, um, that's what pirates do. They steal booty. There He's you go. That's what you said. So, um, yeah, which is, I, I can't believe not only were you taking it in stride, you were also being witty about it. So kudos to you. Um, let, let's talk about the, the Vanderpump rules because we actually, I mean, Derek and I, full disclosure, have never seen the show. Um, I've like over the course of the last few years, tried to figure out what it could be about just based on the title. Um, it sounds like, I mean, you know, it sounds kind of like O'Doyle rules from, from Billy Madison, <laughs> you know, Vanderpump <laughs> sounds like it'd be about like pumping iron or something. And then I find out it's just about like a restaurant and a bunch of young people hooking up. Um, we do, however, thankfully have a ton of challenge maniacs who not only watched the show and, and submitted a bunch of questions for it. Some of them hundred question, Howard quote, Gal Danielle wrote me long detailed emails that kind of crash coursed me on your history on those shows and to make good on them and all of our listeners who want to hear from that part of your life. Um, I'm going to ask a few of those questions if that's okay. Quote Gal Danielle says, how would you compare the drama on the challenge to drama on Vanderpump rules? How was the transition? And do you think anyone else from Vanderpump could handle being on the challenge? You already mentioned some of the technical differences about being able to go home, keep your phone, compare the two experiences. Um, I feel like um, the Vanderpump rules situation would be, it's extremely different. It's extremely different. The people on that show I don't think would last at the challenge at all. Um, not even a little bit. I just feel like even I was a weird, um, even I was like a weird asset to Vanderpump rule. So I feel like them crossing over to like, kind of like our world is they wouldn't be able to hack it. Um, it's just, it's just tough. I just feel like with that group of people, it's just a, a insanely different group of ways of thinking. Um, where me, I've had a lot of training outside of being filmed my, my entire life to make me like a human being. Whereas like some of them, 
feel like they do certain things just to like justify their actions for camera time. And I, I saw that and I'm not like that. I feel like if I do something and it gets out there, it's not on purpose. It just is what it is. And then if I get dragged for it. I get dragged for it. But um, as far as like athletically doing a show, like the challenge, no, they wouldn't last a day. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> not even one um, of them? Not one. I mean, the only person that I think might would be, uh, damn, I can't think of not one person. I was going to say Tom Swartz, but he's a little goofball, I feel like. I feel like he would. I'm just going to have to take know. your word for it because, I mean, you're naming these people. I mean, you might as well be talking about, I have no idea. I have no, you might as well be naming G.I. Joes or you might as well be naming, <laughs> you know, uh, uh, you know, what else, Star Trust Wars me. characters. I have no idea. You you're can not ma- missing anything. You can make up <laughs> a name. Like, I got a name here. Gigi Marino says, can you compare <laughs> Vanderpump Rules people to the challenge cast? And she gave me a list of names. says, Kristen, Stacy, and then it says Tequila Katie. Oh, Tequila yeah, Katie sounds like a wrestler. So I don't even know if that's real or if she's messing with me uh no, Layla, james Brittany. Katie these are all tequila and that's her name te- tequila katie they call her tequila katie because when she drinks tequila she like is a whole other person the, really? i would say shane would be james okay and uh, whoever watches vanderpump bulls will get that joke uh-huh um i would say will shane be okay with that sh- i don't know if shane watches but would shane be pissed or happy that you made that comparison I think shane would find it amusing i think he would like it <laughs> I think he would like it. Um, I would say Katie would be Veronica. CT would be Jax. Um, so that's the guy that you had a thing with, because I do know that from my cliff notes. So is that yeah. telling me something about your thoughts? I know he's a married man now. You mentioned watching the show and seeing him carry bananas on his back. Does that say something about uh, maybe a crush that you may or may not have had on CT at some point? Um, I did I did a long time ago. I had one a long, long time ago. But, no, I just feel like their attitudes are the kind of similar. Okay. Um, they're, like, as far as when they get, like, hot-headed, they're the, they're the exact same. <laughs> I guess, like, watching them both get hot-headed and the same scenarios. But, um, yeah, I think that was – that's the only people I can really compare people to. I mean, yes. I think bananas – bananas would be Sandoval because I feel like they're both really into each other. Like, they're both into themselves a lot. <laughs> and Vanderpump fans, we're doing this for you because I, I could tell, I could hear Derek on the line right now, just literally with a blank stare. Um, and no, she, I, this I, list I, of characters, I, mean, I didn't I even got know. I a lot of questions too. Yeah, yeah I, I don't even know. I mean, this list of characters is like twelve people deep here. I didn't know there was that many people on that show. Is this something that is Vanderpump a show where it's every season show. there's new people, or is it just that the, the turnover of a restaurant? There's always new staff coming in. And here's a big question for it: Is it cast, or is it naturally just the people who work at the restaurant or do you have to like audition to work at the restaurant no 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 no. the restaurant is a restaurant lisa vanderpump is not the only person that owns that restaurant there's a lady named natalie um that owns that restaurant too so they they treat that as their business they don't mess around if you're late you get fired like i got fired because i was like didn't care about working there i was late um so it's like it's it's for the filming though they don't just because you work there you don't just get the film because you work there like Uh, if you work there and they see that you're a character and they think you'd be good for the show then you know you could work there and film but in my case it was different because i got asked to film before i got the job because i was just there having a drink and one of the guys that owns the place was like listen you'd be good for the show um it'd be nice to have some ethnicity on the show um 
you're a beautiful black woman. They love you. La, 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 all that good stuff. So I'm like, all right, you know, whatever. I'll try it. So you did kind of get cast to work there in a sense. Yeah, I had, right? but I also, yeah, I did. I did, but I also auditioned. I had to go through an audition process. Interesting. And that, yeah, but, but that's I mean, not typical. Some people are just really good at, you know, a restaurant type job, work at the restaurant, and then through that end up on the show. You were the opposite. You were sort of had the total package without having any, I don't know if you had restaurant expertise or anything. What was your job at the restaurant once you did start working there? I was a waitress. I would have rather been a hostess, but I was a waitress. You know, here's the thing about that. I'm a good waitress, but Jesus, like their wine list is insane. Like, I, w- I don't know what wine goes with your couscous salad. I mean, Sir is a restaurant. <laughs> like, Sir is one of those restaurants where you have to, like, know what you're doing. It's like going into the, a gym to work out, but if you don't know, like, what to do with the equipment, you like an app. That's how Sir is. Like, you have to know what you like before go- going in there so you don't look like an idiot. It's, like, a really nice restaurant. Really good food. The people that work there are really attractive. Um, so, yeah. I mean, they get thousands of resumes a day. People want to get on that show so bad. So me getting on there was like crazy. I didn't expect to ever get on a show like that. There's people on that show right now that have hooked up with someone to get on that show. I'm not going to say no names, but they know who I'm talking about. Who, do I, who can I hook up with to get on that show? There's a, some few Just people kidding. there. Just kidding. Easy. Just kidding. I mean, they're really easy. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> hey, so it's no, but I, Yeah, go ahead. I actually had an audition to do another show on Viacom that I'm really excited about. I can't wait to tell you guys about it later. Yes. Wait, so you had an audition to do another show that you can't talk about now, but you will talk about later. It, can you give I us a hint? Is it later. is it in this it's kind like of space? Vanderpump Rules. Oh, really? It's like Vanderpump Rules, um, except it's better and it's been on for longer. And it's a dope ass show, and I'm stoked about it. And I'm so wow. Dope. All right, Maniacs, more with our guest in just a minute. I just want to take a quick second to remind you all about Poshmark. I know most of you guys already have the Poshmark app, but for those of you who don't, I'll give you a second here to download it, and good. You got it? Poshmark is this amazing app where you can shop for millions of closets across America. I'm telling you, they have everything. Burberry, Louis Vuitton, Abercrombie, Syracuse gear, throwback Syracuse gear, throwback anything gear, old sports jerseys, jackets, starter jackets, whatever you want. Not only can you buy things, you can also sell things. I happen to know a guy who may have about 100 wrestling shirts that his wife might want him to start selling. Hmm. Shipping is easy for both the seller and the buyer. It's super fast shipping. And if you see something you want, you can make the seller an offer. I love this app. I'm telling you, Maniacs, you will too. The best part is just for being a Challenge Maniac, you get $5 off your first Poshmark purchase. Just enter the invite code CHALLENGEMANIA when you sign up. So download the Poshmark app if you haven't already. But remember, I gave you a second to do so, so you better have done it. But if you haven't yet, download it now. Use the invite code CHALLENGEMANIA and you get $5 off your first purchase. They carry things for women, men, and children. I'm telling you, you will like this app. You will get clothing mania just like we are Challenge Mania. All right. All right. That was a little corny. All right. Back to our guest. Here we go. So did you get fired from Vanderpump Rules on the show for being late? No, 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 no. I, I just was, I literally told them I was, my car broke down and I was hiking in Malibu. That's how much I didn't care about those people. Like I didn't care about being on the show. I didn't care about working with a lot of the people there because I just didn't get along with a lot of them. Like I was friends with Lala and James at the time and they didn't like them. So I kind of got iced out. So I didn't really care. And um, yeah, I got fired off the show, but 
because when you get let go from working at the restaurant, you don't film as much because the storylines, a lot of them happen inside the restaurant because everybody's working. Mm -hmm. So you did. So all I know is about this big moment you had with some guy. That's all I know. Right. And so you didn't get, did you get a lot of hate from the restaurant or the people there? Like because of that, are they like pissed at you and shit like that? And sort of like, kind of push yeah. you out to, to you being like, well, I don't give a fuck about this place anyway. So I, I, I don't care. Yeah. My car's broke down. I can't make it to work. And they're like, bam, you're fired. So is it kind of like, no, that? honestly, or- that happened before the me and Jack's happened. That oh. happened. I got fired before I even thought about hooking up with him, but that, oh. I got iced out by some of the people there after that situation, because one of my friends wanted to use me for extra money on their contract. And then, because the storyline came out without her involved, she was mad about that. Um, and then certain people got mad at me about it because of Brittany. She comes off as this complete sweetheart, right? So, I mean, it just depends on how you look at it. Um, mm-hmm. I, If a guy cheats half the time, I'm not mad at the girl. I'm mad at the dude because the dude should have known better. Um, I'm not cool with anyone there. I'm not cool. I wasn't cool with Brittany. I didn't know half the time what was going on with them because I didn't. I stayed away from them. I hung out with James and Lala all the time, so... Um, so yeah, like it just depends how you look at it. This is not the first time he has done this to her. Um, so he should have been the one that got most of the heat, but for some odd reason, I got a lot of the heat and I just didn't understand why. Well, did can not we, get, <laughs> but, well, can we get into that a little bit? Like double standards uh, are happening a lot. Like that's, that's a, that's a big deal. Like for example, completely. You so go ahead, get it. I mean, however you want to relate, challenge. however you want to relate what your situation on Vanderpump. Uh, what's going on on, uh, on the challenge right now, double standards and society, like however you want to explain it, like, go ahead, man. The floor is yours for Thanks. sure. Thanks, Derek. Um, honestly, I just feel like women, we should, we should communicate more and stick together more. I mean, I feel like, like you said with Kyle, like guys get away with a lot of shit, right? And girls are supposed to have like this position in life where they're supposed to be submissive. They're supposed to not, you know, <sighs> I don't know, like, how, do their own thing, especially when it comes to anything sexual. I'm not that girl. I've never been that girl. So um, I feel like as women, if you want to hook up with someone single, but you have the right to do that wherever it may take you. Um, and I think a lot of times women get looked at as thirsty thoughts or, <laughs> or whores because they get attention from a guy and decide to act on that attention. And it's no different from what a guy would normally do. Like, Case of point, I've done that before, and I've hooked up with guys before and necessarily not had an intention of being with them, but I get shunned for it. Whereas Kyle and that kid, Kaylee called me a hoe, Car called me a hoe, all that, right? But then Kyle will go and hook up with a lot of girls, right? But no one's calling Kyle out. If anything, Kaylee and Kyle are the best of friends. So why, why are you not calling him a hoe, Kaylee? Like, why are you not shunning him? So I just think it's backwards, and I hope that one day as a society we can move forward and not, you know, slut-shame each other because that's not what it's about. You know, you hope someone finds love in their actions, and you hope they have the best intentions, and that's it. If you get screwed over in the end, you get screwed over in the end. That doesn't make you a hoe or a thought. Uh, I, 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 I had I, never I, heard the word thought before. I'm not uh, going to lie. Well, <laughs> well, well, think about it, bro. Think about it. Have a fucking thought. Have a thought, okay? <laughs> listen, bro, listen. Guys can be thirsty thoughts, too. Okay, (laughs) just for the record. And I bet you there's more fucking thirsty thoughts going around in guys heads than there are girls heads. But (laughs) starting to learn 
it's pretty equal and it's pretty equal. Okay. Yeah. Um, but it's just that girls get like the, the worst, right. And, and this is a show where I, 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 I like to, uh, uh, I say this all the time. You guys are going to kill me, but I do like to play devil's advocate. And here it is uh, another scenario. It's like, why is a guy gotta be? Why is a girl gotta be a hoe and a guy can't be a hoe? Why? Why aren't we calling guys hoes? Are, yeah. are all the guys gonna burn me that listen to this podcast right now and tell me that I'm a uh uh what's it called? Uh, what's it called? I don't know. Jumping on the other side, jumping on the bandwagon with the chicks. No, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you know, it's if we could stay equal. But the the cool part about it is, is like you and Ashley kind of sort of stood your ground on this, right? Like. And in a way, Kara on the reunion sort of looked like, I don't know, she, I feel like, and I could be wrong, she was kind of getting the worst rap of it because she was still like, she's getting hooked in or sucked in with Kyle's words because she has these like true feelings for him. And you and Ashley are like, oh, I really don't give a fuck. We, we, you, you, Ashley and Kyra are all like, nah, we're all kind of like on the same page. Like none of us really give a fuck. You know what I mean? So, yeah, you know, it, it seemed like Carl almost got the the, the worst, the, the brunt of it, because all you were like, no, nah, Carl, you can't be calling us, you know, thirsty thoughts when I mean, you got, you, you know, you hooked up with one guy that you're sitting next to the other guys in the UK and you care about both of them it, or however yeah. you want to. I have no idea, but it just came off like it looked a little worse because on her end. But you girls were like kind of banding together that it's OK. Even like Angela was up there like. I hooked up with Derek H. And then Ashley was like, yeah. And then Ashley was like, yeah, Angela's my girl. And then Kaylee's like, yeah, he was, you know what I mean? Like, it all was like, Kayla can't do it again. No, I'm just saying. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's. Yeah. So I'm trying to kind of trying to side with you guys a little bit. And, you know, and, and, and allowing the people out there to call guys hoes and thirsty thoughts as well, you know? Yeah, I, I'm glad that the conversation is being opened up. And, and even though, you know, a lot of Cars fans are like crazy psychopaths and the things they say, um, I'm glad that they're able to talk about it and express their emotions like Car did. I feel like um, that's the only way you can like heal. And I think Car needed to just heal. I think a part of her healing was lashing out. There's no possible way a woman that gets around like that can call somebody else a hoe. She wasn't hurt. Her feelings are hurt. You know what I'm saying? And I understand that. Um, I'm not mad at her for that. I was just mad that she didn't own herself. Like, there's plenty of girls out there that, that do the things they do and then portray themselves in a different light later. She's going to be a hoe. Be a hoe. Be proud of that. Like Cardi B. Like, <laughs> be, be, be a good one. You know what I'm saying? But I feel like that's not me. I am not a hoe. That's not my intention to be a hoe. But I feel like I, I express myself in a certain way with the best intentions but yeah, I mean, everybody has their own different walk in life and um, it's not fair to put somebody else down for not living up to your standards of the way of life. Um, that's why we have different political parties. <laughs> People are different. People are different. Is Kyle the only person you hooked up with on the challenge? Because I know sometimes we they just don't have time to show everything. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah, I definitely wasn't getting around like that in the challenge house. I didn't do anything like that. That, that, that was that one thing. That was it. Um, I don't, I didn't see anybody really hook up too many times, honestly. She's hiding something. Just kidding. Scott, <laughs> Scott, I didn't, I didn't back you out of, out of this. I'm just saying like, it, it looks, it, 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 it's, it's amplified, right? When people are hooking up on TV with multiple people from like the, the same, like, you know, circle or universe, like it works, it, it looks worse than what it is. Um, particularly mm -hmm. for the girls, right? 
and not so much for the guys, which is which is weird because the guys are just, you know, the the guys are just like, you know, I don't know. Guys are just, I don't know. But then then again, that's that's something that you should talk about. I think you and Scott should talk about that and how you guys feel about that because I think a lot of the reasons why girls feel that way is because of how guys want women to be. Yeah, I mean, I've been saying it on this podcast uh, since we started it a year ago. Is that the double standard is you know I think I think a lot of people are responsible for it, but I think to be honest with you, you know, I think that the guys and you know to their I guess credit but also discredit. It's like you see Corey, you know, talking to Kyle at the reunion and joking around about how, Oh, keep it in your pants. You might have a daughter or whatever, but there's no shame involved in it. Whereas you go and hook up with one guy and Cara doesn't like it. And she's calling you names. So I think that they're part of this double standard is these words get thrown around, not just by guys towards, towards girls, but also girls towards girls as well. And I think that with the guys, you know, you talk about the words that are used to describe women who are either promiscuous or not even so much. The words for guys are kind of positive, pimp, player, stuff like that. There really aren't any shitty names for guys who are just hooking up with girls left and right with reckless abandon. That's why I try to use well, right. Kyle exactly. over the past year. I mean, I've been calling him, you know, you know, not names or anything like that, but I, I have like, you know, a couple interviews where he talked to about like, you know, TJ, you're going to take out one girl that I slept with and replace her with another. Uh, thank you very much. Like I, <laughs> I said that that was kind of a scumbaggy thing to say, you know what I mean? It's not, you yeah, know, and it's, it's about the rhetoric and the I, I words we use to describe both, you know, reprehensible behavior either way, but also the way that we talk about, you know, each other and hold each other accountable. I know that's really convoluted way of saying things, but it's one of those things where even the term that I don't even like using, but I'll say it for context here, slut shaming has the word slut in it can we come up with a new name for that guys like can we can we not you know feed the problem like what like i'm I'm trying to call somebody out for saying something deplorable and i have to say the word to use the term like come on like that's what i'm saying like guys you know it's such a crazy word Right. Why, why do we have that? Like these words that are getting thrown around, thrown around left and right and, and, and stuff like that. Look, this show that we all love the challenge. Let's be honest. I don't know if anyone's admitting this, but part of the reason we like this show is because people hook up from one season to another. Sometimes people double dip or dabble a little bit. There's a little bit of crossover. Who's going to hook up with who? That's why we watch the show. That's what we're into. And you know what's crazy? Is that we didn't make the we didn't make the word up politicking. Y'all did. Yeah. Right. <laughs> who who where did slut shaming come from? Who started that? Who started the slut shaming well, thing? And you know what's crazy too at the reunion, a man um, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Now we can. Uh oh. I said you know what's crazy is at the reunion or a man a, 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 a bananas. Like why not bananas? Because you guys are all ran through. <laughs> Can you hear me? Yeah. So will you, I'll be huh? honest with you. Yeah. So I'll, the, you're talking about the moment where uh, Amanda said, why do you always go after rookies? And John, Johnny said what he said, right? That's what you just said? Yeah. So I laughed at that out loud when I was watching that with my wife. And my wife was like, why is that funny? Like, why, why is it funny to say that these girls are quote unquote ran through because they've been on the show long enough to where they've hooked up with one guy here, one guy there. And now they're quote unquote ran through, you know, guys, right. you wouldn't say that a guy is run through, you know, and oh, that, and that's exactly. sort of a double standard there. And so I caught myself cause I actually did laugh when he said that. And I laughed because of the execution 
execution. I thought it was kind of ruthless, and he just he had that response ready to go, which kind of just made me laugh at the kind of overall just <laughs> nature of the reunion. But she kind of put me in check. My wife put me in check and said, look, why are you laughing at that? The fact that he said that, that is sort of a misogynist term, the whole getting run through because you hooked up with a few guys here or there. Because we're not talking about girls that are hooking up with 10 guys a season. You're talking about girls who have been on a few seasons and maybe hooked up with one guy each season. So, you right. know, so I had to kind of rewrite my own brain chemistry there a little bit because, you know, those are not terms you hear. You don't say Kyle is ran through, but you could, right. you know, but, but he, but I mean, if anyone is, it's Kyle, you know, if anyone is, well, it's Corey, <laughs> but we call them hookup Kings or whatever we call them. Can we, can we, can we come up with a name right here, right now of what we call a guy that's been ran through? Like, is there, is, can we call it, say that guys have been ran through too? Like, yeah. Is that, is that what can we say? What would be a name for that, though? Oof, I feel like it's, I feel like there is a name. There is a name. It's called a fuckboy. Oh, yeah, but that again, that, that again yeah. is a cop. It sounds like a good thing, right? Yeah, it sounds like a good thing. <laughs> it sounds like See, a that sounds now, like a, a rap men, group. Find a way to make it a positive. Even oh, now, you're you such a dick, Scott. <laughs> I'm just saying no, but my, my point is that I'm not deciding whether it's a positive or not. I'm just saying the ring to it. It doesn't sound bad. You know what I mean? Like I, I, honestly, I feel like it sounds like a, like a hip hop group. Like like next up, it's the new single from the Fuck Boys. You know, like it doesn't. But ran through. You know, like these other these sound bad. Oh you know, God. like a player. Remind me to, can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Remind me next time I do an interview to be by myself because you guys are cracking me up and everybody's looking at me. Oh, oh, we're just oh, yeah. going. We're just getting going. Here's and here, here's the thing: is like, can we put this out as a contest? Can we like put this out to the Twitterverse, Scott? Yes. For someone to come up, for us to come up with a name for a guy who gets ran through. Call you him know, Kyle's. For a guy slut. Yeah, just call him. What is just that? call him Kyle's. Well, yeah. He's such a Kyle. Oh my God! Don't be such a Kyle. Yeah, uh, I think that's giving him too much credit. I think yeah. it's giving him too, like I, I got like I, like, and it has to be where a guy's like, "Ill, that's terrible." You know what I mean? You can't. It can't be yeah. like a guy can't be like, yeah. "Oh, I'm a fuck boy." Yeah, I'm a fuck boy. That's pretty, That's not that bad. That doesn't sound too bad. You know, you can't. Yeah. You can't have the guy feeling like, "Oh yeah, that's cool." You know, it's got to be like I, something. I feel like, like I feel like the internet always wins. I think that they'd be perfect to bring it out to them because yeah. they'll come up with something insane. I will say this though, you know, it, we're joking about it, and and the easier route might be yes to come up with a disparaging term for guys who get around. But I honestly think the root of it should be: How about we don't disparage anyone who's doing mm. any, who's doing any of this without malicious intent? Like these are people Preach. going out and 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 competing on a show, or going on vacation, or doing live events, or whatever, having some fun. As long as they're not hurting anybody, why does it matter that anyone's doing it? And exactly. you know, and the thing is, is that we. we we grow up in a society where you, you know, it's a, it starts in high school and it's, you know, who's hooking up with who. And then it starts with just wanting to say something mean to someone you don't like or you're jealous of or whatever. And these are the words we start to use. And when it gets down to it, as we just mentioned, there are almost like 10 to 1 bad terms for women doing this than men, which is a problem. And the easier way might to just be come up with nine more for men. But I would appreciate if we could just abolish all of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Before we start mm-hmm. adding more to either side. You know, I just, you know, because to me, that's the thing. It's like we're sitting here calling people, you know, uh, whatever word you use. It's basically shaming people for having a good time, being promiscuous. Even that, they're not even being promiscuous unless there's a victim, unless you're cheating on your girlfriend, cheating on your wife, being dishonest, doing something to hurt somebody else. Why does it matter? These are all young, good. 
good-looking people who are enjoying each other's company. And you said to yourself, they showed you a video of Kyle hooking up with a next a girl the next day, and all you did was come up with a joke that he should have on a T-shirt. So clearly you don't care. <laughs> Why does anyone in this equation need to be shamed? You, Kyle, or Ashley? Nobody. So let's I, move I, yeah, on. Yeah, you know? you're right. You're right. You're right. I love that you said that. And yeah, I like what you said there too, but here's the thing, Scott. It's like, it's like, why are you getting yelled at for laughing? I got a qualm with your wife right now. Okay. <laughs> you can tell her why, why is he getting like, like a, a good comeback is just a good comeback. Well, that's, it's like, funny that you're right. Well, you're, you're right in the oh sense that gosh. you're right in the sense that that is actually why I laughed because, and I tried to explain to her that I wasn't laughing at the words ran through or run through. I wasn't acting. I wasn't laughing at the little, the built in misogyny behind the statement. I was laughing at the quippiness of the comeback. The fact that he had it ready to go in the chamber. She threw that line at him, which was really actually a a pretty good point, which is how come you seem to only be going after rookies these days. And without skipping a beat, he said, because they're not run through like the rest of you guys. Now that's why I laughed. I laughed because of the rhythm of the comeback. However, she took it as me laughing because of the context and she's right that if I was laughing because of the context then I am laughing at a double standard you know because I'm laughing yeah, at that they're run through how's Amanda run through she's hooked up with three guys on the yeah. show you know she's not de- run through I'm, I'm guilty of that too though because I definitely did say to Cara she said she likes hooked and I said you like being hooked on dick but I don't yeah. the, people people laughed at that but that's going against kind of what I was saying about it it's okay to be hooked on dick <laughs> right. but I feel like I said it to be quick quick witty and like that I think that's what Bananas was doing I think he was just trying to be witty and quick I don't yeah. think he like meant everyone yeah. was being ran through when you said that joke about being hooked on dick I laughed at that as well um, oh. again oh, what a jerk but man I, what's that you want, no, but I laughed again like Faith is saying. I laughed because it's a witty comeback. It's funny. She said, I like hook. You said you like to be hooked on dick. I'm laughing at that. Now, I'm not going to lie. I don't think my wife mentioned it when I laughed at that because... Oh, who's in a double standard now? Right, but, but, but to be honest with you, sometimes double standards do need to flip the other way because one of those things where it's like, you know... True. Me laughing at either of those jokes came from the wittiness of you saying it, the quickness of Johnny's comeback. That being said, though, guys sitting here laughing at other guys telling women they're ran through is feeding the problem. A guy sitting here laughing at a woman telling another woman that she's hooked on dick isn't really feeding that problem. You know, so that's the difference there between those two things. So, you know, I get where she's coming from. And to be honest with you, like, you know, next time I find somebody to be quick or witty or whatever, I might take an extra beat to think, okay, does me laughing at this sort of endorse it in a way that I don't want to be endorsing it? Because, you know, there's there sometimes there's a funny joke and then there's a joke that when you laugh and participate in it kind of makes it seem like you're agreeing with the sentiment in the joke not just the timing of the joke yeah right right it, yeah it's, it's hard to be you know remain sensitive when you're trying to come back at somebody but um yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. Though. Did you guys all go I through have- like comedy classes before that reunion? Because that, to me, in general, I feel like <laughs> everybody was speaking in either proverb or stand up bit or whatever. You had CT back there, just get you know chirping in like C- the C- peanut gallery. Cracking me up. <laughs> he kept talking like he was honestly. He was really pissed off off because he kept like trying to host the show. It's so funny. 
Ah, see, I want to, I want to hear the, I want to hear the behind the scenes of the reunion without giving too much away. And I want to get a teaser for next week, Scott, before we keep her for an hour and a half while she's at the mall shopping for a watch. I know. Right. And I have to take a shit. So All right. for, for, okay. <laughs> okay. So for, first and foremost, what did you think of <laughs> Dolph Ziggler? And because we're big wrestling fans, so we thought it was cool. We know he's a friend of the Miz's. A lot of people were confused why he was hosting this show. What did you think of Dolph Ziggler? Had you ever heard of him and how was he as a host in between takes and stuff? Cause they cut it together. We get the, the, the sliced up version of it, but you mentioned he was upset at CT for talking. What other stew is there in between commercial breaks with Dolph Ziggler and you guys? Um, so Dolph Ziggler was a really great surprise to the reunion. I mean, I, I definitely, you know, was, I'm a fan of, um, wrestling. So that was really cool to see him be able to host our show. Um, he did a really good job when we did our breaks and stuff and he had to do his bit. He read perfectly. Um, he did really good. I'm, I'm a correspondent myself. So I love when I see people and their elements kill it. It was just funny because CT is like, the voice of the people these days and he's like having a comment on everyone's situation anything anything is talked about ct has a comment about it so Dolph would be like ct the question is not for you and he'd be like well i can answer it <laughs> and wow. then he would go on this big explanation as to why he should be able to answer it and he'd answer it was just so much it was funny though because he's I, like i said i was right in front of him so it was just really funny to him do that um, he had a lot of good points. I think one of the things that CT stressed the most was uh, why oh. are we so angry at each other? Why is everyone fighting? Like, why can't it just be competition? And I think CT had one of the best points that night. Interesting. Yeah, and, and then they continued to try to cut each other's throats. And on the next, and in part two of the reunion, we got people throwing chairs at each other backstage. Can you give us a little teaser about next week, about possibly part two? What happens in part two? Oh, some, a lot of good things happen. And in part two, I mean, it goes in the locker room. Like um, it's like, it's old school wrestling. Like they're just beating the shit out of each other. Like in the hallways, like, you know, it's, I was so mad about that, man. Cause I was sitting at the end on stage. I was like me, Pauline Carr, I was sitting there and it was so weird because all the fans were just staring there, staring at you. And we're being, you know, they're handing us productions, handing us like vodka and drinks and stuff. And I'm sitting there wondering where the fuck is everybody at? Why is everybody back yet? It's been like 20 minutes. And I, you know, finally get up to go to the restroom and I see everybody in the hallway and I see cameras. I'm like, Oh, I've been missing this the whole time. What the, no one came to tell me that this was happening. Okay. So, okay. Um, I came back and that's when I seen all the, all the craziness. I mean, Devin was really pissed off about that, but here's my thing. And, I, and I'm going to say this and um, hopefully people can have a conversation about it, but both my parents are deceased. Both of them. Okay. I have a stepmom. So, but both of my parents, my biological parents are, are, are gone. But let me tell you something. I have a mouth on me. If I talk about somebody, if I have, like, I have zingers, like I will, t- that can make you cry if I talk about you far enough. I'm not going to say you cannot me blow the belt later. I feel like my parents are deceased, but if I hit you below the belt, like you can hit me below my belt. And I feel like, um, you can't get mad at somebody for punching you and then kicking you back. Or kicking you instead of punching you back. Um, yeah, Bananas sh- shouldn't have said what he said, but I feel like I understood why he said it. I mean, for God's sakes, the dude was chasing him around the house, outside of the house, into the rain. Like it was to the point where, okay, now you're looking for a story. Now you're now you're looking to, you know, you want me to say this to you, girls? Why would you chase me? 
why would you run well, why would you go behind me like that and walk around and do I say the craziest thing to people and I, and I hit below the belt I do um but I'm not gonna say oh because my parents died you can't hit you can't you can't say anything to me regarding them because I don't think Vanison say oh your dad sucks he said he would be embarrassed to, if he saw you like this pretty much what was happening and if my dad, if I acted a certain way, and I, I know my dad would be embarrassed too, but I think Devin was just standing up for what he believed in, but he was doing it in a way where if it would have happened to anybody in my family, he would have got punched in his face. He would have been got hit. And I would rather somebody say something to somebody than knock them clean out because I think like a, a communication, sometimes you can go back to that and fix it. You can't really, a lot of, a lot of times you can't fix things when, when it turns physical. Mm-hmm. So, That's I well mean, said. I don't know. That's how I feel on it. I know it's going to start a lot of shit me saying that, but no, it's no, no. We talk. Listen, we talk about this all the time. Like th- this is this is what happens on the show. It's like sometimes we get a, a, a real response about a, a serious situation on the show, and it comes from you know it comes from you, it comes from other people that you know we really don't expect it coming from because they have yeah. like true feelings about it. So like we appreciate you yeah. coming on and, and sort of because we've been sort of saying so. I've been sort of taking that side a little bit here and there. I, I'm I'm cool with both of them, you know, so I I, I can't teeter too hard either way. I, I mm-hmm. really never do. You know what I mean? Just, as you've seen, you know, with the slut shaming and the man whores. Oh, right. I found it. The word, the man whore. Um, I don't <laughs> think I like that. Um, but, but, but the thing is, is like, uh, no, we appreciate you giving a side, you know, because not everyone that that's come on because it's been sort of somewhat recent and still ongoing has given like their side from someone that's there that has parents that are not here anymore, you know, rest in yeah, peace. I, um, thank you. I could sort of relate, you know? Yeah. Uh, I would never speak on something like that if I didn't know what it felt like. I know exactly what it felt like, probably even more so. Mm-hmm. Uh, Faith, two, you know? two questions no, so. Two questions to get you out of here. One, we had a lot of what felt to us as an audience awkward moments in that reunion, part one. What was the most awkward moment for you guys in the room? Because they do cut stuff together. They take stuff oh, out. Oh, what- yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is a teaser. This is the awkward thing in the teaser for, 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 next, for part two. Okay. <laughs> What's her name? What's that? Brittany. Brittany and Brad. Their conversation <laughs> is the most awkwardest thing I've ever been through in life, I think, personally. I've really? never seen nothing like that in my entire life. That, that conversation. Brittany had to be drunk off her ass. She was actually drinking the green wine that we drink in the house. Oh, wow. I don't know how she got it. What a stud. What a stud. She was, she looked amazing as she always does but that conversation is going to be hilarious i hope oh. that they don't edit that out because that one's going to be hilarious it's i guarantee awkwardest, i guarantee they cut it down calling brad out i guarantee oh God, they I hope cut they it down don't. it was so weird it was so uncomfortable i know brad was uncomfortable Brittany was just going in another thing is cara decided to go on social media and tell everybody that i wanted and i was pretty offended by something so not gonna go there i was really offended by that what did she do? She went on social media and told people what? That I wanted to have sex with her. She told everyone that I wanted to hook up with her. And I was with, like, why would you do something like that? Yes. Yes. Oh. I, I, I said, I said, if I wanted Long John Silver's, I would go to Long John Silver's. Because I was so offended that she would say I would want to hook up with her. If I want to hook up with you, I am. I'm going to do it. Where is the like, truth? Is, is there any truth to this? Is she making something out of, out of nothing? No. Or is there- Let me tell you. I'm. 
I'm a flirtatious person. I'm not gonna lie. I'm very flirtatious. I've told I've told Angela she's beautiful on numerous numerous counts. I've told Kim I liked her body. Um, told Natalie she had nice tits. I would never go in their bed and like sleep with them. I feel like well, well maybe Angela, but Car, my God, like first of all, why would you say no to me and your man didn't say no to me? <laughs> Come on, number one. And I feel like why would you even insinuate to the public? To the, to the entire public challenge fans that I wanted to hook up with you and you denied me. Like, that's what she said. Wow. And you said and you have screenshots? Is that what you said? Screenshots? Yeah. Is that what you said? Oh. I have screenshots of those comments. Like, the producers have it. Like, they uh-huh. might end up using that in part two because they uh-huh. asked me about it. So, uh-huh. yeah, I was really shocked by that. That's why I mean by hitting below the belt. It's like, she can, the whole things I can take, call me a thought, call me a I don't care about that, whatever. But to tell somebody, I tried to hook up with you and you denied me, I feel like it's just like completely off, off, out of line. Because that never happened. You made that complete story up and I called her out on it. She's like, well, I thought you did. I'm like, well, you thought wrong. Because if I try to hook up with you, you're not going to know what's happening. Like, I can't believe she said that to me. Wow. So, yeah, that was interesting. Like that, that little blow she tried to hit me with was really interesting. Um, but yeah, that happened. So. Interesting note to get out of here on for sure. Um, are you there, Faith? Yeah, I'm here. Um, Faith, we'll let you get uh, the rest of your holiday shopping done. We'll have you on yeah. again sometime soon to hear about that uh, that next project and whatnot. But yeah. one quick thing to get you out of here. Uh, if it's up to you, are there more challenges in your future? Yes or no? I think we're rooting for yes over here. I know a lot of the listeners Aww. are too. What would you say to that? I would say heck yes. I would always be prepared, preparing myself every day for another challenge. So if they call me, just please believe I'll be there. Awesome. Can I, I got one last one, and I don't think the challenge gods would get mad at me for asking this question. Does all that stuff that's in the, com- that, that's in the commercials um, with everyone backstage and you being on stage, not knowing what's going on backstage, happen during a break? And it just stuff just breaks out in the lock in the locker room, not the locker room, and like the you know the and, hallway. It, it, yeah, and is that is that kind of how it goes down? Just to kind of set the scene for for a little teaser for the for the challenge maniacs for part yeah. two. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Just just know that part was genuine. Yeah. Um, it was so genuine. It was heartfelt. People on the stage felt it. When Amanda got up and walked away, she was. Visually and clearly upset. Um, when Ashley followed her, she was clearly offended. Those were all genuine. People were people were walking off the stage because they couldn't handle it. Some people don't know what it feels like to lose a parent. They are, some of these people are best friends with their parents, so they don't get it. Like they don't understand um, the 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 comment being made from bananas. So they were just so pissed off. Plus, some people don't like bananas anyway. So they walk off. Devin walks off and. The drama that unfolds is real. Like, even I'll be watching because I missed part of it, but they were pretty upset. I know Devin was really, really upset. I, I don't know him very well. Um, I had a great conversation with him when I first met him. He was super sweet. Um, so it was shocking to see him get so angry. I mean, it took, it took production a while. I mean, it took the Challenge Gods a while to get him to come back down, to even come back on stage. Wow. Yeah. Well, Faith, thank you so much for bringing us this uh, faith-based podcast, as I'll call it. Uh, we really appreciate you and your time. Yes. And uh, 
And yeah, good luck in uh, future endeavors <laughs> and on the future challenge that yeah. we hope to see you on or whatever else you got brewing. Keep us in mind to let us know or make any future announcements. And yeah, uh, yeah get, uh, get us your uh, address and t-shirt size. We're going to send you some swag, all right? Thank you so much for having me. And I hope everybody has a great holiday season. What'd you think of that, man? I say we do from now on every podcast while our guest is at the mall. What do you think? Um, you know, she could have stopped by Santa. You know, I think Santa's there now, and I, w- I would have been, you know, a lot happier if she would have just stopped by Santa. I think it would have smoothed everything over. You're firing me up, bro. Let's, we, I, I gotta stop. I gotta yeah. stop. Uh, We have to stop as well. As you heard at the beginning of the podcast, we are brought to you by Poshmark. $5 off your first order over there. All you got to do is get the app on your phone. Start shopping away. $5 off. Use the invite code challengemania challengemania.live for tickets to our first show of 2019 it'll be here at Caroline's on Broadway in New York City. Derek and myself and a lovely panel of vets it's going to be an awesome conversation I'm not ready to tell you exactly who's going to be there yet but get ready for tickets it's going to be a good one challengemania.shop for merchandise patreon.com slash challengemania that's where you get our bonus content cannot wait to start talking about part two of the reunion the ct wedding special and go into channel and go into challenge 33 with you guys year two of challenge mania 2019 on the horizon we're going into episode 100 we're going to have our challenge mania awards it's getting exciting d i had faith you had faith just got to have faith man 2019 is going to be bigger than ever I love that. I love that crazy little double standard conversation we went into. That was kind of weird. That's too, that's like so 2019, isn't it? It's like yeah. 2020. No, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see what conversations, you know, spawn from it. And, uh, you know, it's definitely one to have these days because especially at a reunion where everybody's just, you know, has this arsenal and they want to just attack each other and the words they use and whatnot and the conversations that continue on social media. And there clearly is a double standard in life, but particularly with this show and the way that, that you know, men talk about women, women talk about women, uh, men talk about men, etc., and the way we view uh, hookups in general, you know, on one side for the guys and on one side for the girls. So it's, it's clearly a conversation we don't want to run from because it's one that I think we could all mature a little bit uh, when it comes to. So, yeah, very fun and I think thought-provoking conversation with Miss Faith Stowers. Can't wait to speak to her again down the line. Thank you guys all for your thoughtful questions. Anyone who had uh, disgusting remarks on social media when we put up the flyer, go f*** yourselves. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> let's let's uh, enjoy this week. I think we can tell everybody after part two of the reunion later this week, we're going to have Tony Tony Time Reigns on the show again, right, to, uh, to tell us if anything eventful happens in his life at the reunion. We haven't really gotten to him too much yet on the show, um, so maybe part two is where he shines. I read a spoiler, I'm pretty sure I read a spoiler that I think in part two, Ashley and Hunter get engaged and, and Tony steals Alyssa's money. Um, very, 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 very thought provoking with uh, an O, not an O-U-G-H, Scott. Um, well, I wonder if either one of them say yes, or is it a no? Yeah. <laughs> Did you what read if, that on this phone? Yeah, what, what if he... 
What? Oh man. Assuming he does propose, which who knows if he does. What if instead of a ring, it was just like a little stopwatch? Well, it was just like, well, do you have the time? Yeah. Oh, you could be right. That's a good one. That's very T H O T. Have provoking. to tune in to find out, guys. Uh, we appreciate your your patronage. We appreciate your ears. We appreciate your support. Uh, we appreciate your interest. Um, keep those thought provoking questions, comments, oh. and everything coming in our way on social media at Shot of Jaeger. He is at Derek MTV on Instagram. I am at Scott of Jaeger. He is still at Derek MTV. We're on Facebook as well. That's Facebook.com/slash Challenge Mania Podcast. And please shout at our girl Faith Stowers at Faith. Stowers on Twitter and let her know you heard her on Challenge Mania. Um, we appreciate her being so candid with us um, and talking to us about her time in the military. Vanderpump Rules, X on the Beach, and we look forward to hearing what she's got coming down the pipe here because um, sounds like she's got something in the works she can't talk about yet. And uh, hopefully it's not just a discount at Macy's or wherever she's at at the mall, but um, sounds good. Sounds like it could be interesting. She's very excited about it. Oh my gosh! Can we get a can we get a unisex shirt in the shop that says "thought provoking" with an O instead of an O U G H T? Well, the brilliance about ChallengeMania.shop is that all of our designs are available in unisex. So every oh, single shirt in it. our shop is, by definition, unisex. Um, as would be that shirt if we decided to have it. But thought provoking is actually really funny, and uh, <laughs> and, and I and I might I might focus group that past my wife and see if it passes the smell test. And oh. Oh my gosh. And uh, and maybe we get Craig Marrier working on that because he's already working on the needy greedy for all you guys who are needy and greedy and want that. That is coming your way, as well as some other fresh new designs just in time for the holidays. But so not, keep a, not a devil's advocate shirt. Not a devil's advocate. That's one of them. Shirt. That's one of them. Okay. Let me okay. play and devil's then, advocate. Hold your horses. I, That's another one. It's a picture of Amanda holding horses. Hold your horses. No, I'm just kidding. What are you I saying? Don't, I don't. I just. I don't think you need to do much with the with the thought provoking. It you know literally I mean? just I, says thought provoking. That's it. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. And I would wear it. And I bet you Kyle would wear it. Um, Kyle, that, can we send you the shirt to the UK and put this on for us real quick? That's give us a quick that's off. two sales right there. So I mean, <laughs> take a picture with it someday. Don't. We'll we'll catch you wearing it at some point because you gotta put it on. Thank you so You're much for your. Thank you so much for your amazing Photoshop contest <laughs> submissions. We're gonna keep the Photoshop contest coming. I have some great plans for uh, in the coming months. We got Game of Thrones coming back into our lives in in April. I've been sitting on all this Game of Thrones stuff that I can't wait to give away because we're gonna do a Game of Thrones. Uh, maybe like once the first like main trailer drops or something. Maybe once we get closer to April, a challenge or challenge mania themed Game of Thrones only Photoshop contest because I have like a season seven Blu-ray box set to give away. Um, some cool Game of Thrones stuff um, along obviously with some Challenge Mania swag. Um, we'll, we'll do maybe like a Royal Rumble Photoshop contest come January for the best WWE pay-per-view ever. So we're going to keep the interactive fun here at Challenge Mania consistent. As I mentioned, Secret Santa going on over at Patreon.com slash Challenge Mania. We cannot thank you enough um, for participating at the level that you all do. It's one of the best parts about doing this show is how uh, dedicated you guys are and how fun you are and open to play in all our uh, weird and wacky games so appreciate you if you won the photoshop contest you got a swag pack coming your way and uh, appreciate every single one of you guys happy one year anniversary d thanks again to faith stowers let her hear it at faith stowers on twitter and uh yeah last word as always for you mr kaczynski 
Nothing but thirsty thoughts, brother. Nothing but thirsty thoughts. Thank you to all the patrons. I'm just kidding. Take it back. Take it back. It's supposed to be meant like a good thing. Like we all kind of think about that stuff sometimes. No? Okay, get get me out of here, Scott. Cause I'm. I think I feel like I'm. I feel like I'm. I'm. I'm burning myself here. I gotta go. I gotta go. Um. Thank you to all the patrons. Thank you, Scott, for the one year, and uh, you know, to many, many more. Peace. We'll see you for Tony Time Reigns later this week. That episode should be dropping Wednesday or Thursday. Enjoy your week. Enjoy the Reckoning Reunion Part 2. Thank you, patrons. Peace. Okay, guys. Well, unfortunately for you, this thing just out here on Challenge Mania. So uh, take care of yourself, and I hope we see you in the future. You've worked so hard for all the things you have the salary, the status, the success. And with that image, there's a drink. One to unwind, one to loosen up, one to take the edge off. But how do you know when a drink is more than just a drink? We get it. We can help. Karen's Grandview program has been helping accomplished people just like you regain their lives. Talk to us. Visit karen.org grandview. With the new iPhone SE for less than 100 bucks at Metro, you rule. It's the most affordable iPhone on the number one brand in prepaid. So whether you're studying online or FaceTiming. Hey, Mom. Hi, dear. The iPhone SE has all you need. Switch to Metro and get the iPhone SE for $99.99 after rebate redemption and six months of service with AutoPay. Metro by T-Mobile. Rule your day. Limit one per account slash household. Requires port and ID validation. Not valid for numbers currently on the T-Mobile network or active on Metro in past 90 days. Restrictions apply. See store for details. Big Mac, Chicken McNuggets. No, Big Mac and Quarter Pounder with cheese. Or filet fish You'd be doing the same thing if you were at McDonald's because you can choose not just one, but two of your favorites for just six bucks. Tasty Big Mac, crispy 10-piece Chicken McNuggets, juicy Quarter Pounder with cheese, or savory filet fish Enjoy two of your all-time favorites for just six bucks, if you can decide on the two. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Single item at regular price.